The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. So um, it's going to kick us off, um, but right before that, I'm going to do some quick introductions. So I'm your host for today, and my name's Catherine. I'm Emma. And I'm Lily. Brilliant. So, Emma. <laughs> Very quick introduction. <laughs> animal psychics. Yes, there are many animal psychics. Um, actually, no, psychic animals would be more accurate, because okay. I'm going to get on to animal psychics later. They're different. They're different. Well... Very obviously, psychic animals are animals which are psychic, and I guess the most famous one is Paul, the psychic octopus. We've all heard about him, right? Oh, I love Paul. Who could forget? R.I.P. R.I.P. But anyway, um, he predicted many World Cup wins. In fact, he correctly predicted the outcome of all seven of Germany's World Cup matches in 2010. So, um, Was he German? I believe he was a German octopus. I was about to make a little joke there that I thought of on the train on the way here, so if you're allowed... Please, please do. <laughs> I was going to say, if you uh, paid attention to his predictions and um, betted accordingly, squids in for you. <laughs> Go on. That yeah, was, that was that good. Was two hours on the train worth of pun. Um, anyway, there are actually several other animals who made accurate predictions about World Cup outcomes, including an elephant in Poland, a sea lion, a ferret, a pig, and two dragonfish. I don't know what a dragonfish is. I was going to say exactly the same thing. It's some sort of fish. (laughs) I don't know. Thanks, Emma, for your knowledge. (laughs) Listen, yeah, I only know what I got in that one BBC article. Um, But on the flip side, if we're going to flip reverse it to animal psychics, which is what you Mm -hmm. said initially, I believe that that's a a person who speaks to animals. Ah, and understands how they feel. You understand how they feel? So can actually tell what they're thinking. That's yeah. yeah okay. So I kind of like my heart is kind of close to this topic because when I was sixteen, I did my career aptitude test, and they told me that I should be a pet behavior psychologist. I think that's pretty similar to that. Is a very pet psychic. That's very specific. It is. They um, did a thorough I, test with that. <laughs> well, yeah. My friend, one of my friends, got witch doctor actually, and another one got cult leader. So <laughs> very specific. <laughs> Who was trying? To, I got like working in tourism. That's like a normal thing for them to tell you. I had an immigration officer. What? (laughs) Because I said I I believed in the rule of law. Um, (laughs) Wow, that is so shameful. Immigration officer is like my number one thing I would never do. I know, I I actually feel really embarrassed. I can't believe I lived with that. So, um, back to our main topic this week. We're going to be talking about internet dating. And so I wanted to kind of kick off with basically Lily, I believe you have a bit of a story that you want to share, which is yeah. a warm, a kind of heartwarming story. So I, I told my mum that I was doing this second show, Very Loose Women Revamped, on internet dating. And she has written about her internet dating experience. I cut out a lot, so it might sound a bit funny. Um, but just to sum up the stuff that I cut, my mum's English, she's married three French men, she's lived in France for over 30 years. That's just background knowledge that you kind of need to know. Okay, so this is, I quote my mother, in a determined gesture to broaden my horizons, I signed up onto Meetix, so that's a French dating website. For six months, I applied myself diligently to the task of finding Mr. Right. I answered sweetly and politely to the various impossibles, although it didn't seem to be bearing any fruit. But then, finally, a certain Charles Grant signed on. We chatted online and, after prolonged phone calls, decided to stop funding the mobile phone companies and meet up. 
Miracle of miracles, he liked both my bad French grammar and Marmite. However, our, sorry, our relation, our compatibility was soon followed by despair when he revealed that he was soon to leave on a six-month expedition to the subantarctic French island of Kerguelen. But then, as if it was the most natural, <laughs> thanks, sorry. most natural thing in the world. He asked me to accompany him. It was an act of folly. Kerguelen is accessible only by sea and is situated 13,000 kilometres from, from the French mainland. At home, six months later, we decided that nothing much worse could happen to us and saw no reason not to get married sometime in the near future. Hence, we married this June. So this was three years ago. Um, now, three months ago, obviously, she wrote that close to the time. Um, that's my story. That's very romantic. I can't believe that she actually went... So yes, she did. Him. She went to Antarctica and I got her hiking boots. She also has some great sleeping bags. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't just get a man then, got um, some She got loads of equipment, yeah. Loads of equipment. Excellent. Mm. And they're still going strong. They is. are still going strong, yeah. Very, very romantic. Yeah. So in that instance... That was very dating. early. Yeah, that was like, that was right at the beginning of internet dating. And now, since then, I've, I know loads of people have met over Guardian Soulmates. So was she embarrassed about it at the time? no. Or? My mum's not embarrassed about things. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so we thought we would kind of have a bit of a chat about sort of successes and maybe internet dating failures that we've heard you're of. You're looking at me when you're saying failures. <laughs> it's not why. intentional. It's not intentional. <laughs> um, so I don't know if anyone... I mean, I can kick us off, actually, because my, my brother and his wife met on Match.com, um, which I was highly excited by because I thought that no one ever actually got married to people that they met online. But apparently this does happen more than I sort of would have ever thought. But they, um, yeah, they met and have been together now for three years, which is highly exciting. So that's a good one. But I don't know. I think I know more failures than successes. Definitely. And I've got quite a good one here. Are we ready for it? Yeah, we are ready. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go ahead with the failure. So this was actually sent in by one of our listeners. So thanks to for our, um, our, our Facebook personal message inbox. Yeah, message us constantly, please. Like Especially us. if you've got a pun. And message, yeah. Puns always hugely welcome. Any kind of pun. So go ahead with your story, Emma. Okay, bit of background. This is a friend of ours. Well, a loyal listener. Last summer, I moved back to London from the US and broke up with my American boyfriend at the same time. Decided to try internet dating to distract myself from the sadness I was feeling about the breakup. So I signed up for Guardian Soulmates, a very popular one. Mm -hmm. I think we'll agree. Yeah. I agreed to go on my first internet date with a guy who sounded interesting and looked hot in his pictures. Excellent. But when I met him at Good Street Tube... I like the detail. Sorry, I really like the level of detail in here. It's perfect for... Um, Setting the context. Yeah, exactly. Good Street Tube Station. He was really short, just over five feet tall, and way less attractive in his, in his pictures. I wonder how he made himself look tall in his pictures. Do you think he stood next... So this isn't in the message, just me pondering. Like, did he stand next to miniatures? He must have just lied on that description. You know, he probably did. It's something I do quite often because I myself am fairly short. I, like, hold um, half pint glasses and pretend they're, they're pint glasses. <laughs> so he might have been doing that. <laughs> do you? No, you don't. Do. That is one of my hobbies, <laughs> is holding on to pint, half pint glasses. So also, you know, making himself look like a manly drinker, but actually... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know how he made himself appear over five feet tall. So I'd actually do, like to hear this. You do have an internet dating profile then. <laughs> I just use it for general life. Um, yeah, I'd like to hear some tips, actually. So if the person who sent me thing could send me that guy's information. He could, yeah, anyway, irrelevant. So he was just over five feet tall and way less attractive than in his pictures. We went for a cup of tea, his suggestion, 
Is there, is there, like, implication there is a terrible suggestion. Cup of tea is nice. It's not really a date, though, is it? I like it? cup of tea. It's not a half-pint glass. I like the non-date <laughs> element of that. Because, plus, I mean, he must know that he's shorter than he said he was. I think it's a bit non But did he say how tall he was? Well, presumably, yes. It's, it's as if he's saying, I don't want to take you out for dinner because I might not like you, which is totally fair enough. But it just comes Knowing across this a bit. girl is totally... No, I'm, just I'm just kidding. She's a lovely girl. Um, okay, anyway. Mm. We went for a cup of tea, his suggestion, and the conversation was awful. He talked on and on about his job designing industrial coal factories or something. He told me all about the blast furnace system. It's quite um, a hot topic. I think it sounds very interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, as well as his trips around the US debating for the Oxford Union, including details of a debate he'd lost and was still very bitter about. He talked me through the unfair scoring system. I love it. I love the despair. Anyway, then, a little while into the conversation, something strange happened, as if the rest of us wasn't slightly strange. He opened a cardboard box he had been holding since we met, pulled out a glass bell jar containing a stack of men's collars, and placed it on the table. What do you do in that situation? I thought maybe he had to use them for formal work meetings. I know she's desperately, desperately like scrabbling for it to be something normal. Maybe, do you use them for your formal work meetings? Anyway, but he said no, so clearly she asked him. He brought it as a conversation piece. Yeah, okay, so when I read that message, I immediately thought, have you ever read The Game? You know, in the Neil Strauss book? Yeah, I have not read it. That's I know of it. it. Because because there's a thing called peacocking where you like wear a colourful hat or something. Mm. I guess that's like a kind of object thing where you don't have to actually wear it. And then you, I want to know how big this this jar was. So like, he been like carting around? Does he bring it to every date? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know because I've been with that man. No, but, but Peanut has a story where that proves that he does bring it to every date. Finish. Let's finish. Yeah, finish, finish this. Okay. So he hadn't just bought it either. He told me he got it in Belgium a few months previously and she's enclosed a picture of it. Um, the next day, I like this. The next day, I cancelled my subscription with Guardian Soulmates. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lesson, well, for sending that hours of entertainment. That story is um, not quite over. I have a bit of an appendix to it because oh, I, I heard this firsthand last year. But and I hope that the um, lovely lady who sent it in doesn't mind me revealing this. But it just so happened that that guy was quite a serial Guardian Soulmates data who targeted people who lived in his particular area, so a kind of mile radius in that area of London. And it turned out that because her sister lived with her in the same place, it happened that her sister had also been on a date with him and the same thing had happened to her. And what was her response to the callers? <laughs> Do you use this for formal work meetings? <laughs> As any uh, you know, sane person would possibly think, yeah. What do you, yeah, I guess, well, we know it was a conversation piece. But what do you think you, you would have said on being presented with I think that? I would have appreciated the effort of, like, him bringing Really? I mean, I've never seen one of those. I would love to see that. But what is it? Like, what, is it just, like, a random thing in a random thing? Because it's, like, collars in a bell jar. Is he just art. taking two things? Not odd. Did he buy the, <laughs> not odd. Clearly not odd. Did he buy it like that? Did he buy a because it says that he got it in Belgium. Does it mean that he got the whole item in you Belgium? You know what he like, thought when he was buying it? This will be great for my new Guardian Soulmates profile. I'll be able to use it as a conversation piece. And people will forget how short I am. We're really excited um, on this week's show because we actually have a fourth loose woman who sadly wasn't able to join us last week. But she is actually live phoning into the studio. So, Lucy, can you hear us? Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Hi. Thank goodness. (laughs) All the way from Berlin, I can hear you. Oh, Berlin, Colleen. How's it going? Everything's good. I'm absolutely, I'm loving the show so far. Um, yeah, brilliant. Apparently Hi, everyone. Got some... Hi, Lucy. 
Uh, you've got oh. some, some pros and cons to internet dating to tell us? Yeah, so, well, obviously, here alone in my hotel in Berlin, I had plenty of time to ponder the uh, internet dating debate. And I, I guess my major, my major feeling is it, it's a great opportunity, internet dating, mainly because it presents this amazing choice. Um, and that's not just in terms of the number of people online, but actually there's a whole range of sites you can go. Just a quick search now. I've gone to mustlovepets.com, an internet site <laughs> just for those that's who love brilliant. pets. Um, farmersonly.com, yeah. um, singleherpes.com. Have, have you found Mullet? Sorry? What was that? <laughs> Uh, single herpes was the. Um, That's what we want to discuss later. Yeah, we've got, got some good points. We, we've on that got one. a whole list. I've got mullet passions. Do you well. mean like mullet? <laughs> I you say hairstyle. Yeah, hairstyle. Yeah. Or is it the fish? No, no, no. It was the hairstyle. <laughs> Okay, thank you. The, the, my, my favourite one was preppers preparing for the apocalypse, so you can you can find survivalist singles. That's so good. That's so good. That is amazing. Um, so what I was going to say was the choice on one level is brilliant, but for those people I know who've got really, let's say, heavily into internet dating, I sometimes think the choice becomes overwhelming. Um, so some people I know go on maybe four or five dates every week wow. and kind of come away from all of them just saying, yeah, you know, I met another guy, he was okay. Um, but they That's don't really buy into any particular though, individual. Do you think anyone does it? Sorry to interrupt you completely there. But do you think anyone does it as like a way of feeding themselves? Yeah, definitely. I'd split the bill. Okay, but you don't have to. Let's say you're working the assumption that you're going out with a gentlemen do you think that you could live off going on dates from like okay cupid i think some people do because you get people who hang out in certain types of bars looking for a rich man so it makes sense that people might want to do that on a several rich men regular basis interesting and if you're doing five times a week you don't have time to do anything else i can't even imagine wanting to do that just sounds exhausting Continue, it's completely please, exhausting. But actually, a great idea to um to exploit it for food. I mean, <laughs> great <laughs> idea. Thank you. Yeah. In these tough times, surely you can get a meal ever. with all those subscriptions. I don't really? know. That. Well, like if you're paying, like I don't know what how much oh, it costs. I see. Some but of them you could probably though. go to Pret a Manger and get a meal where you don't have to talk to someone boring. Some are quite expensive. But is it a lot people. to meet the man of your dreams with his bell jar? <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose that kind of brings us around a bit to the etiquette of internet dating because it seems like maybe there are things that we look out for or warning signs on profiles or things that we, people write on their profile to make themselves appear a certain way yeah well I thought of some warning signs that I wouldn't like to see on a profile firstly anything like if their username says something under it like insert witty username here or any part of their profile mm. says insert yeah. witty or insert self-deprecating comment here or has the word self-deprecating <laughs> i would just say that's a no-no straight off or a username that isn't a name but is something like sexy underscore bunny <laughs> which often happens i think um so i wrote the profile for a friend of mine and i made his profile name ferret boom and he, he got no likes that is a very bad name to put he down. He should have gone on, um, like, what was that? Must Love Pets. <laughs> I guess so. Because <laughs> then he would have got loads of uh, Yeah, that's true. Loads of likes. Loads of friends. Well, we did a bit of research um, 
earlier this afternoon, Lily and I, and Lucy, we had exactly the same thing. We found loads of different websites and some that I thought were quite interesting. There's a really um, large population of people in the UK who have incurable sexually transmitted infections. Um, so there's actually been recently in the last 10 years quite a few websites set up so that people with herpes or um, any type of HPV or um, HIV can meet with each other and um, find long-term relationships because it is a, there is that stigma attached, um, sadly. So apparently there are actually uh, 30,000 members um, in the UK who belong to positive singles, which is for people with HIV and HPV, but quite a few AIDS um, and STI uh, charities are quite worried that this might encourage more people to not practice safe sex if they meet someone else who has the same um, infection as them. But I didn't know that they existed at all. So in the domain of um, specific dating sites, I've got a small list. Lucy, do you want to stay online for this? Yeah, absolutely. Is that okay? Um, so my... A relative of mine actually met his girlfriend over uniform dating because he's in the army and she's a nurse. Uniform dating? Yeah, so only people in uniforms. I looked it up. If, you're ju- if you just work in a shop and you wear like a Sainsbury's uniform, you can't sign up. That doesn't but count. I have a question because my understanding of a uniforms dating website, <laughs> which was probably completely wrong, was that you could you like could be in a uniform, but also you could just like people in a uniform, right? Yeah, in that so case you, you sign up a as a civilian, but what I'm saying is if, oh, okay. if you work... <laughs> relevant. Um, and then there's a whole thing also for food allergies, so you can get singles with foodallergies.com, vegetarian dating so on planetv.co.uk There's also specific ones for jobs, so there's musician date, civilservicedating.co.uk um, and then there's one for people who are already married called Gleeden and they did big advertising campaign in France and Ashley Madison's the same for people who are married really looking to have affairs yeah um, so with or without not menage a trois just oh right no I think it's like yeah. extramaritals, extramaritals. And, and also apparently detectives were, were quick on that and detectives now like have a whole hacking thing to find out if you're on one of these websites so can I ask the, can I pose a question then what specific dating website would you guys go on what Ooh, is your, that's a good one because I know mine already and I've already done some research <laughs> I know yours already <laughs> everyone knows mine already anyone who's ever met me knows tall people tall men that's what I'm looking for so like I already looked out looked out and there was like tallsingles.com but I was very disappointed to find that you had to both parties had to be tall yeah which, that, you know, that's like, not being okay. five foot one that's not good for me but then I found <laughs> tallmen.com and actually that's very appropriate for me have, so, have you got a favorite one Lucy well I don't have a favorite one at the moment. I actually uh I'm not sure where I what I would go for with with that um really hard to say you wouldn't go what for Trek passions? Special, Sorry? Trek passions? For, for people who are into sci-fi? <laughs> Trek passions. <laughs> Trek. Equestriancupid.co.uk. Oh, that's for me. I'd, I'd go on that one. Osteotape, people Personally, with bowel conditions. I think I'd go maybe for the farming one. Because I've always fancied having a dairy farm. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just haven't heard about this before. <laughs> me neither. You can go out with that guy from Blur. Is that blur? I, now he works in cheese farming. Yeah, yeah, he's got like cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes cheese. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's married. That's cheese. Is I don't dairy. know what Tom would say about that, but um, never mind. This is all hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. So, what about you, Catherine? You're saying equestrianlovers.com. I think the idea of doing it, kind of meeting people based around a pastime, is quite a good idea. So you actually do things together. I quite like that idea. 
um, other than that, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Um, maybe just Guardian Soulmates. They're guaranteed. It's boring choice, I know, but they're guaranteed to be at least fairly liberal. The, my um, problem. So I was on Guardian Soulmates for a very short while, not as a signed up member, but as a kind of pervy person. Browser. Yeah, that's the one. Browser <laughs> skulking in the corners. <laughs> and uh, and what really annoyed me were mainly people who like walks on the beach. Oh, I mean, they really annoy me. I don't know why. And people who like warm tea. I mean, hot tea. Obviously, you like tea. Everyone likes tea. You can't just say that to get more people. It's just too cheeky. Trying to come up with something that's a bit cool, but not too cool. I read the perfect profile, um, which was by a friend. And it's basically mentioning loads of things, but through subtle references. So you're not directly mentioning, like, I don't know, Thomas Pynchon, because it sounds really like Ponzi, but you reference it in a really sneaky way. And that way, people who know it get it. Very I thought that was the cleverest one I've ever seen. Very Probably clever. took absolutely hours and hours of work. I'm not sure that I have the time to put into that. We'll see. Maybe one of us should give internet dating a go at some point and report back. <laughs> Any You're looking at me. <laughs> You're looking at me. Um, That's fine. Possibly. Well, Emma, there is one thing that you can help us with. I yes. believe that for this week's tip of the week, you have something very exciting to share. I've got a tip of the week. Actually, I've got two because we didn't do a tip of the week last week and I think it should be a, a regular tip Weekly. of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Weekly, <laughs> if anything. My tip of the week this week is if you lose your gloves, use a pair of socks. Oh, I've never thought of that. It's actually like you wouldn't, you don't think of it. and I, It's just, it's obvious. Honestly, I've done it. Also, maybe take that a step further and say why ever buy gloves. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess if you're trying to play the violin and it's cold, you need gloves. You need the opposable thumb hole. Whoa. <laughs> I forgot you were there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Can I also give my other tip of the week, which isn't very good, but it's tip of last week, which is just that if you ever have the opportunity to use a train toilet, you should. Because once you get to a train station, you've got you to pay. You have to pay. I know just that. Think, like, always Not use all it when stations. You can. Not Bristol Temple Meads. But free yes toilets. to Paddington. Yes. Yeah. Just great tips for everyone there. I, I don't approve of that, actually. That's one thing that really annoys me, the fact that you have to pay to go to the toilet in loads of places in London, and there are no public toilets. I, it's, it's just shocking. That I, is shocking. Yeah. Um, thanks very much. Two excellent tips. Um, so I think that we're kind of coming to the end of this week's show. Um, so hopefully that you've all enjoyed listening to our chat about internet dating and animal psychics. Um, and maybe if you have any stories about your experiences with animal psychics, psychic animals or internet dating, you'll post <laughs> on our um, Facebook page, Very Loose Women. And any puns. Always calling for puns. We're always looking for puns, absolutely. Um, and special thanks to Lucy for phoning in all the way from Berlin, too. And thanks to a sound I'd engineer, love it. Marcus. Thank yes. you, Marcus. You've been a great sound engineer. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Marcus. <laughs> um, so it's goodbye from me. Bye from me. And bye from me. For full versions of our shows, check out verylosewomen.wordpress.com. This program was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com. <laughs>